The Zevol podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast on a Tuesday night, two nights away from the 2018 NFL Draft. And uh, to discuss this with me on the line from Los Angeles, California, diehard Green Bay Packers found Rebound. What up, Rebound? How's it going? What's up, man? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Uh, doing well. Uh, looking forward to the upcoming draft. It seems like it's been forever since the NFL season ended. But uh, it's good to have the draft here. But uh, before we get into the NFL draft, uh, upcoming on Thursday night from Dallas, Texas, uh, let's talk a bit about free agency. Uh, a lot of stuff happened initially. It's kind of slowed down in the past uh, month or so with the draft upcoming and such. But as f- from what you've seen thus far, uh, which team in your mind has won the storylines and has had the best uh, uh, free agency pickups, in your opinion? I think the obvious answer is the Rams. They've made a lot of splashes in free agency and trades, making big-time moves. They were really good last year. I think they went over the hump this year. It looks like they want to win it all. Okay, and then uh, as far as uh, your Green Bay Packers go, uh, they uh, obviously lost Jordy, Jordy Nelson, but uh, they signed Jimmy Graham. Uh, what have you liked uh, for the Packers offseason, and what have you not liked? Yeah, it was tough to see Jordy Nelson go, you know, one of my favorite players on the team. Aaron Rodgers is even mad about it, but someone's got, they got to go at some point. I mean, dad's let go of Brett Favre. I mean, it's just sad, but Jimmy Graham, I think he's going to be nice. The, the biggest addition I liked was Muhammad Wilkerson. They added who the Jets released. Okay. And then, uh, I discussed this a little bit yesterday with the guy uh, who comes on my podcast, Akshay, who called the Seahawks rebuild uh, a couple months before it actually happened. So what do you think actually happened and went down with the Seattle Seahawks? Was it just age, uh, locker room turmoil, uh, payroll uh, situation? What what exactly do you think went down there in Seattle to cause uh, such a dismantling of, uh, of their defense? I think it was all the above. Age is getting to there. It seemed like Bennett wasn't liked in the locker room who was traded to Philadelphia. And uh, I don't know. It just seems like they're done. They, they, they know they can't win anymore. The Rams are the better team in that division now. They know the 49ers are coming up and that division is going to be tough. I mean, if the Cardinals get a quarterback, there, they have a solid team too. They have one of the best running backs in the league. They have Larry Fitzgerald, and they have a solid defense. Okay, fair enough. I mean, some other uh, kind of free agency news. Obviously, Des Bryant uh, has been let go by the Cowboys, an aging wide receiver. Uh, at this point in his career, is he more of a locker room headache, or is he a wide receiver that can make a difference on an, uh, a contending type uh, team in either conference? 
I think he is still a locker room headache, but if he goes to the right team, which I originally thought was the Patriots, but then they signed Jordan Matthews. So I don't know if they'll still take him or not, but I think he will be a good fit there. Because Belichick always knows how to take in players who have locker room problems. He doesn't, he doesn't put up with shit. And I, I don't know where else he would go. I thought it was the Ravens. And they just signed Willie Sneed the other day to two-year, ten-and-a-half million or something around that. And I don't know, but he's definitely going to get signed to a contender. Vegas has the favorites as the Texans right now. They're saying my Packers are interested, but I'm not too interested in it. Okay. So, I mean, as far as uh, at this point, do you see any other big free agency signings or any big trades uh, going into uh, before uh, the draft, uh, which starts in two nights? I don't think there's going to be anything before the draft, but there still are a lot of big names that aren't signed at at this point. Because all the teams are going to wait until post-draft. They want to see who they can get in the draft and what they can. Okay, and as far as uh, like draft positioning and stuff, like teams like the Patriots or the Bills, do you see uh, any team at this point trying to move up into those one of those top five, top ten picks, and try to get a backup quarterback or a starting quarterback for them uh, for yeah, the future? I could see Buffalo or Arizona moving up to the number six pick for Indianapolis. And Indianapolis has their quarterback already, Andrew Luck. But yeah, I can see Buffalo moving up. There's a lot of quarterbacks in this draft. They're saying about five quarterbacks are going to go first round. Okay, right. So with that being said, let's kind of get into some draft stuff. So at this point, uh, who do you think should be the number one pick for the Cleveland Browns? I mean, it has to be Sam Darnold. I think it's Sam Darnold. The only reason they would consider Josh Allen is because he went to Wyoming, and that's where Carson Wentz went. And they passed up. They tried the number two pick, Carson Wentz. I mean, look how great Carson Wentz is now. Didn't Carson Wentz go to North Dakota? No, I think, yeah. Did he? I don't know. Well, I think he went to North Dakota, but I, I see what you're saying there with the Carson Wentz thing. Uh, they think he can come from a type of geographical school, a geographical unknown school, kind of like Carson Wentz did. And yeah. he, he plays through in tough weather. He's a tough guy. He can play through tough situations and kind of come in the NFL with a big arm and kind of succeed kind of like Carson Wentz did. But do you, do you think that's the wrong uh, kind of – approach to take for Cleveland in going towards Josh Allen or any other team that might want to take him in the first round? There's no wrong approach for any other team, but I think Sam Darnold or Josh Rosen should go number one. I'm being a little biased because I'm a USC fan for Sam Darnold, but I wouldn't mind Rosen going one. He played a, he played a great season. I just, th- those two are the, the quarterbacks that you should take one and two. Okay, and in, in terms of all the quarterbacks that are in the first round or projected to go somewhere in the top 15 in the first round we got obviously you just mentioned josh rosen sam darnold josh allen baker mayfield lamar jackson uh 
Who do you think is the most ready out of those uh, five quarterbacks, most polished and ready for the NFL at this point? I would have to go Sam Darnold. Last year he didn't play well. I can understand that. But at the same time, he didn't have a, a good O-line at USC. So that, that's gonna be, that was a big factor. He's just ready to take on the challenge, to, for, for, to take on the Browns and make them win some games and not go 0-16 again. Okay, right. And then uh, going to his counterpart uh, at UCLA, Josh Rosen, uh, from an intellectual above-the-shoulder sta- above standpoint, uh, he's kind of drawing some comparisons uh, to your boy in Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, so how do you see him faring? Is he kind of going to be on the track of Aaron Rodgers in the NFL? Or some people kind of say sim- he, he's kind of on a Sam Bradford type track. He's very injury prone. He's not strong. He gets injured easily. So what do you see for him uh, going into the draft and for his NFL future? Yeah, he could be definitely in the Aaron Rodgers category with the Giants selecting him and him taking over Eli's job. But I don't see him being that great. I can see him more being Maybe even Eli is a great comparison. He'll be good, but not great. Okay, right. And people have kind of been making some uh, comparisons in regards to another quarterback, Baker Mayfield, kind of to Russell Wilson. Uh, Some people say that's preposterous. What do you see from a guy like Baker Mayfield? He's had some off-field issues. Uh, He seems kind of uh, childish in some of his antics and on the sidelines and during games with opposing defenses. How do you see him translating to the NFL? Do you think he's a good fit for one of these teams that needs a quarterback? Yeah, that's the thing. I just don't like his off-field issues. And a lot of people are saying he could be a Johnny Manziel 2.0, which I could see, possibly see. Or I, I don't know what his highest potential is. I definitely don't see him as a Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is the top five QB in the league right now. And I don't see him ever reaching that point. But I think he can be more of like a case Keenum as Colin Howard said. He can carry he can't carry a team but if he has the pieces he can carry them. Okay. Right, so other than those five quarterbacks that I named, any other quarterbacks at this point that can possibly sneak in ahead of those quarterbacks and kinda of get into that top fifteen range in the draft? I don't know if this person can sneak into the top fifteen, but I think he'll be better than couple of them. I think definitely better than Baker and Josh Allen. I think Mason Rudolph is very underrated on Oklahoma State. So I, I, I really like him. Okay. And then uh, a lot of uh, kind of analysts and NFL draft experts and stuff have kind of made the case that Cleveland should do a number of different things. I mean, one proposal is that they should take two quarterbacks with their two first-round picks because one of them will hit. The odds are good for that. The other proposal is to take Saquon Barkley, number one, from Penn, the running back out of Penn State, and then take your pick at quarterback for number four from whoever the best available left. What do you think that Cleveland should do with their one and four picks? Do you think Sam Darnold for sure? And then if so, with Darnold at number one, what do you think they should do at number four? Yeah, I think Darnold at number one, no doubt. And then at number four, it all depends who was on the board. Saquon Barkley still on the board, I definitely take Saquon. But if not, I would take Bradley Chubb. Okay, Bradley Chubb, uh, 
defensive end out of NC State. Uh, who do you kind of see his game re- kind of resembling uh, kind of an NFL history uh, from the standpoint of edge pass, ru- pass rusher and so forth? I could see him kind of like a Warren Sapp, Ray Lewis combo guy. Like combination of Ray Lewis and Warren Sapp. Okay, and then other than Bradley Chubb and Saquon Barkley as an outside of any of the quarterbacks, what what other guys are kind of making some waves in kind of the top 15, top 10 range in the draft? I mean, any other big playmakers either on the defensive side or the offensive side of the ball? Yeah, there's a couple. Minka Fitzpatrick, safety out of Alabama. He's supposed to be good. Denzel Ward, cornerback out of State. He's up there. There's also Quentin Nelson, a guard of Notre Dame, who's supposed to be like the safest pick in the draft. Okay, so uh, is he kind of going to be like one of those Hall of Fame level uh, offensive linemen uh, that kind of protects one of the Hall of Fame type quarterbacks? I don't know. They have him in the mock draft going to the Bears. That would be to protect Mitchell Trubisky. But I don't know if he's up there. Both of the top two O-linemen, they have projected going to Notre Dame. The second one is Mike Miguchi, who's projected to go 15. Okay, fair enough. And then uh, my team, the San Francisco 49ers, drafting at number nine. Uh, what do you think is their biggest need, and who do you ultimately think they end up drafting at that number nine spot tomorrow or two days from now in the NFL draft? I think they need a receiver, but I don't think they're going to go high on a receiver. I mean, Calvin Ridley is nice on the Panthers, but I think he's going to go more in the 15 to 20 range. I think they're going to go on the defensive side of the ball. They definitely need help there. It depends who's on the board. I can see them taking Denzel Ward. He's a really good cornerback. Maybe there are possibly. Okay, and then you mentioned Calvin Ridley, obviously probably the number one wide receiver. Other than him, I mean, I haven't heard of many other wide receivers kind of in the draft. Uh, any other names that uh, you can think of that you think can be uh, big-time playmakers at the next level? Yeah, there's a couple. Cortland Sutton out of Florida State and DJ Moore out of Okay, and then also on the offensive side for running back, obviously all the talk has been about Saquon Barkley out of Penn State. Other than him, I mean... Any other names that you can get value late first round, maybe early second round, from any other guys like really maybe Nick, Nick Chubb, Ronald Jones, any any uh, any of those guys have any potential similar to that of Saquon? No, it's. I don't think anyone else is first round. Worth it. Okay, fair enough. So, uh, I mean, tight ends we've seen have kind of evolved into kind of big time playmakers, and. Not only on the on the blocking side, but also in the pass game, running routes. Uh, who's the best tight end in this year's class? And do you think there's any difference makers in this uh, in this draft, kind of similar to Gronkowski or any other type of names? Uh, Jimmy Graham. I mean, because tight ends we've seen have kind of made a big difference and are more involved in the passing game in today's NFL more than ever. So, do you think there's anybody in this draft? As, from a tight end standpoint, they can make a difference? I looked at the tight ends, and there's not that many positions. I 
not that many names that came to mind uh, going high or who I think are going to be standing out of the, the names that a couple of drafts have. So I didn't, I didn't even do that much research on the tight end position. That's the one position I didn't do much research on. Okay. I mean, so it looks like a quarterback-heavy draft, and obviously from what we've seen, the way the rules have been structured uh, in the past five, six seasons of the NFL, it's moving more towards offensive, favorable offensive-heavy type game, uh, rules that favor quarterbacks. So it should be exciting to see. So with that being said, uh, any other nuggets that you want to drop, any other important uh, information that you want to tell us about the upcoming 2018 draft uh, two days away? Yeah, I think Josh Jackson is going to be nice, and I think the steal of the draft is going to be right. uh, UT San Antonio defense, Ed Rusher. Uh, who was that defensive end? Marcus Davenport. Marcus Davenport from UT San Antonio. Okay, wow. I mean, will he be the best player that ever come, comes out of UT San Antonio? I really don't know anyone else from UT San Antonio, so you can say that. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the draft uh, two days away. It should be an exciting uh, uh, event at, that takes place from Jerry World in Dallas, Texas. Uh, the first round should be riveting and really looking forward to seeing all the trades and madness that happens. Uh, with that being said, Rebound, thank you so much for coming on. It's always a pleasure. Looking forward to having you on once again. Thanks for having me on. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the upcoming NFL draft on Thursday night.